Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. I have it here. I better push start, huh? Amen. So the title of my message this morning is, What Do You See? Well, we saw a lot of things happen already this morning. It blessed my heart so much to see our little girls, amen, with, with the ribbons, amen. Thank you, Sister Elizabeth, for bringing those back out, amen. And, you know, she stands out there, and, and she just keeps the enemy out the door. Like, don't you can't come in here, amen. She wars out there, and I, she brought those back out. And I'm like, look what you started, amen. All the little girls picked them up, and they're standing there. And I could see Gabby, like, should I go, should I not? Amen. And that's that blesses me. Amen. Because they were kind of holding back for a while. And so it was good to see that. Amen. Since the title of the message is what do you see? Amen. Sister Bloom called up the men. Amen. And we saw the Lord speak over the men of this house. Amen. Um, Jaden, can you turn it up just a little bit? Amen. War room kind of took half of my voice. Amen. And I talk low anyways. And then when I'm nervous, I sound like Kermit the Frog. So I want to discover that. Amen. And ask the Lord to anoint that. Praise the Lord. Because it gets real. Amen. I don't know how my husband does this twice a week, every week. Amen. But that's his calling. Amen. Am I here? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Okay. So, amen. Let's just jump right in. Amen. We're going to start in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 12. Amen. And here we read Jeremiah's call to vision. Amen. So, uh, as you see, I'm going to talk about vision this morning. Amen. The Lord needed to know what he saw and to know that he was seen. Amen. There are times that you and I can come into the house and feel invisible and feel like nobody sees us. Amen. But let me tell you, the Lord sees you. Amen doesn't matter if you know people walk by they don't say hi don't worry about that amen all you got to worry about is that the lord sees you amen so here he wanted to know that jeremiah saw and to know that he was seen amen there's no doubt that jeremiah knew god and god knew him his exchange between god and jeremiah was such that jeremiah could see Hallelujah. The Lord told him he knew him before he was even formed and that he was appointed by him and that he knew him before uh, he was in his mother's womb. Amen. He was to be a prophetic voice to the nations. As we read, amen, the Lord here, let's go to Jeremiah, amen, because I'm just throwing stuff at you, but I want you to believe what I'm saying to you this morning. Amen. Jeremiah 1. guys got your Bibles? I don't hear pages. Amen. Everybody's on their phone, right? This Bible I got up here, Sister Elizabeth gave me this Bible. And it's, it's, oh my gosh, Sister Bloom, where's Jeremiah? (laughs) I see Nehemiah. I see Esther. What? Yay. Some of you guys got those little tabs. I don't have those. Amen. Okay. So here, 
Here we go. Here we go. Here comes Jeremiah. I'm getting there. I'm finding him. Amen. The Lord spoke his, oh, wait a minute, from verse, oh, yeah. The Lord spoke his word to me. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart for my holy purpose. I appoint you to be a prophet to the nations. I, Jeremiah said, Almighty Lord, I do not know how to speak. I am only a boy. But the Lord said to me, don't say that you are only a boy. You will go wherever I send you. You will say whatever I command you to say. Don't be afraid of the people. I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. The Lord said to me, now I have put my words in your mouth. Today I have put you in charge of nations and kingdoms. You will uproot and tear down. You will destroy and overthrow. You will build and you will plant. Again, the Lord spoke his word to me and asked, Jeremiah, what do you see? I answered, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, write, and I am watching to make sure that my words come true. Amen, church. When the Lord asks you, what do you see? When the Lord asks of you, amen, what's in your heart? When the Lord asks of you, what do you want to do for the house of the Lord? Who do you want to become in me? Amen. He wants to make sure that his words to you and I come true. Amen. The Lord doesn't just throw verbiage. Amen. He doesn't throw suggestions around to the house. Amen. When the Lord speaks, he means what he says. Amen. And he says what he means church. Amen. So that dream, that vision, that prophetic word, amen, that you had received, maybe some of you put it on a shelf and it came over you years of behind, amen, and you think, oh, it's never going to come to pass. Oh, the Lord forgot about that thing, amen. Oh, the Lord has overlooked me, amen. No, the Lord is watching over it, amen, so that it comes true, amen. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. Hallelujah. Maybe it's me, amen. I don't know, but here we go. The Lord says to him, I want you to be a prophetic voice to the nations. Amen. And as we read, he resists by saying, he can't. I am too young. The Lord has just told him not but two seconds ago. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And the brother points out his doubt and his age. As if the Lord was not aware of how old he was. Hallelujah. Sounds like us when God calls us to, or he appoints us church, we begin to focus on the reasons that we can't. And the Lord says to you and I, don't say. In other words, don't give me excuses. Don't give me your reasons. Amen. Because I know you. I formed you and I brought you to life. I know that you're what you're made of. I know you're made of flesh and it is limited, but I am not. I will put in you what you will need to do what I call you to do. Hallelujah. Is the Lord prophesying this morning. Amen. Jeremiah truly was a young man. He was about 17 years old when the Lord called him. He still needed to acquire some character traits and some, and he needed to practice uh, the presence of God. In, amen. In order to get himself ready. The Lord doesn't just pull you into a calling church. He gives you time, amen, to work on you, amen. He wants to grow you and mature you and bring you to that place that now it is time, amen. So if you're giving God reasons, why not, amen? Let me put you at ease. 
that the Lord will give you the time necessary, amen, to prepare you and equip you and, and mature you, amen, to be what he's calling you to be. He needed to overcome fear. He needed to overcome doubts, amen, within himself. He needed to learn how to be set apart. Come on, somebody. That takes time. We walk in with some stuff. Amen. Some stuff that needs to go, some stuff that needs to be healed. Amen. Some stuff we got to talk about with the Lord. Amen. Some stuff we don't even know we got. We all got baggage, church. That's all right. God's all for it. Amen. God's in the process. He knows what's in you. He knows what's in the way. Hallelujah. He needed to learn how to stand up in his call and speak as an appointed prophetic voice to the nation of Israel. He needed to tell the nation to repent. He was the last prophetic voice sent to Israel. He prophesied for 40 years, church, to no avail. He was known as the weeping prophet because no one repented and he knew judgment was coming. It sounds like our nation today. It sounds like our world. Amen. We can be out there. We can, you know, try and, and we feel like it falls to the ground is, and nothing is happening. Amen. Because men are so closed off. We, we come in here and we cry out in the war room. Amen. We want revival. Well, revival is when you recognize that you're a sinner and you need a savior. At least that's how I came to the Lord. It hit me right in the face, man. You're a sinner. But you talk to people today and they don't, I'm not a sinner. What are you talking about? You'd be surprised how many people don't want Jesus, don't even know Jesus. Amen. Or they've known church and they don't want it no more. They're so turned off. Hallelujah. We've got nations of the world. Amen. And there are preachers. There are, there are foot soldiers in the nations of the world. Amen. But it feels like it's getting nowhere. Amen. But the Lord is saying, keep pressing, keep preaching. Amen. Here, Jeremiah was weeping for the nation of Israel because he knew. He knew that judgment was coming. We know that judgment is coming. Amen. Do we weep? Do we weep for the souls of this city? Amen. The Philippine Islands are here. Amen. The nation is here. There's a nation amongst us, church. Do you see it? Do you see what's coming into the house? Amen. I see Brother Abe and I see the, the heart after God. Amen. I always tell him, you have a pastor's heart. When I met this brother, amen. He would weep for Brother Arvin. He would weep for him. He would weep for him. I see things coming, church. Don't say. Don't say I cannot. Don't say I'm too young. Don't say, oh, God, not me because of this or that or this. Amen. Don't say, church. In order to do, we must first allow God to reach for us. Then we must see. Jeremiah 1 verse 9, it says, Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. The Lord touched his mouth first so he could speak faith and not doubt. He infused him with his word in mind and in speech, and it became a fire inside of him, church. Then he said, look, 
so he could visualize that which was going, he was going to declare. Amen. The Lord infused him with his word because it was going to be the word of the Lord. Amen. It wasn't going to be Jeremiah's words. It was going to be the word of the Lord that he was going to speak and prophesy to the nation of Israel. And he said, look, so he could visualize that which was going, he was going to declare. There's no such thing as a doubting prophet church. It, it either it's thus saith the Lord or it's not. Amen. But to get there, you have to have the word of the Lord infuse your life. Amen. The Lord is calling us to stand up and to the, speak to the nations and kingdoms. He is calling us to uproot and tear down. Hallelujah. That's prayer church. That's what's going on. Amen. In the war room, we are uprooting some stuff. Amen. I know it says rooted over there. Amen. But sometimes we got to uproot first. Amen. We got to get rid of some stuff. Amen. That's choking us out. Amen. It's choking out the word of the Lord from your life. Amen. And that's why we say, Oh God, I cannot. Oh Lord, I don't see it. Amen. Oh God, maybe you're talking to them. Amen. Well, God is working on the roots on Amen. He's Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Amen. He's changing our lives. Amen. He's changing the course of your life and mind. Amen. He's taking, he's taking this church. Amen. And he's putting us back what we were called here to do. Amen. It looked dim for a while. It got quiet for a minute. Amen. We were sent home. Amen. And some of us lost our way a little bit right here. This one lost her way. Amen. But the Lord is saying, girl, what did I call you to come and do? in this city. Amen. He called me to be a voice. He called you to be a voice. Amen. And we're taking off the muscle, the mu uh, what is that? Muzzle. Amen. And the restraints of the enemy, Lord God. And we're saying, here am I, Lord, send me. Don't say, oh, I'm too old now, because that would be me now. I'm older now. Amen. When I got here, I was a lot younger, and I had a lot more energy. Amen. And I had dreams and visions. Amen. And then life has happened, and ministry has happened. Amen. But the Lord remains faithful. Amen. And he gathers us up. I know you've been through some stuff. I know you've hit some warfare. Amen. But I remain the same. I'm still the same God that called you back in California. Amen. I'm still the same God that that put Vegas on your heart and your husband's heart. Amen. I'm still the same God that put a map on your living room floor and you said where you put your feet, I'm going to give you the land. Oh, where you when you lay on this uh, uh, map, amen, my heart is going to come into your heart and my desires are going to become your desires and my desires are for the souls of that city where you go. And we said yes. Yes, Lord. Here we are. Send us. Were we qualified? Were, did we have it all together? Heck no. We still don't church. Miranda talked about faith and obedience. We're always going to have to have faith. And obedience is always going to be required of us, church. I don't get to get the, uh, call the shots of my life no more. I tried that. <laughs> it never works. I'm miserable. When I try to live my way, my life, protect my life, girl, your life ain't yours anymore. That's one of the things I had to get back to. Praise the Lord. Woo.
We are tearing down the kingdom of darkness. Some of you in here are called to build up and to plant. Don't get nervous. Not everybody's leaving the house, amen? We need pillars. We need some that send and some that go, amen? We, we need some that tear down and some that build up, amen? You should all have a prayer closet in your house, amen? And that's where we build up and we tear down most of the things that we do with church. Either we're in there or we're not, amen? What we do at home shows up here, church. If you're spending time with the Lord, guess what? You bring it into the house, amen. All of you are vessels in this place. All of you have earthen treasures inside of you. You are jars of clay, and God has put something inside of you, amen. And he's asking for it now because the time is short. Church, when you and I speak God's word, we prophesy, and the Lord watch, watches over his word to perform it. When we live by God's word, kingdom comes to the earth because his word comes alive in us and through us church. What did Jeremiah see? He replied, I see the branch of an almond tree. He got vision church. We know we have vision from the Lord when we see and when we reply. That's when you know. When you can reply to the Lord, this is what I see, God. Remember, pastor said, vision has to be spoken, announced, declared, and proclaimed. But you and I have nothing to say until we see what God sees, church. If we speak, if we announce, if we declare and proclaim what we see, then we build our will, our kingdom, our image, Pastor is not here to build clones. He's not here to replicate himself. He's here to build disciples that look like Jesus. Amen. The world needs Jesus. They must see Jesus in us. This message is not titled, what do you feel? What do you want? What do you need? It's what do you see? Amen. It's not titled, where have you been? Where do you come from? Amen. It, he's, he's not concerned of where you've been or where you come from. He's concerned of where he wants to take you, church. He knows where we've been. He found us. You know, people always say, I found the Lord back in 1980. He wasn't lost. He found you. He chose you. Amen. He's never been lost, church. Amen. Honestly, Jeremiah had a hard call upon his life. He was threatened. He saw fellow prophets murdered. He prophesied for 40 years consistently through the reign of five kings. He was asked not to marry or have children or even build connections with the people. He was ignored. No one repented. Talk about a hard calling. He could have easily said to the Lord, just let me die. Or he could have said, man, I, I missed it. This can't be the Lord. 
I can relate to the brother right here. Amen. When you're working, when you're laboring in the kingdom of God, in any kind of ministry, and, and in the natural, it just feels like, man, God, nothing's happening. This thing is not bearing fruit. Amen. But we don't know the things that are happening. Amen. Here, we're reading the word of God and the account of this prophet. Amen. And is speaking to the house. How many years later? Nothing we do in the Lord and for the Lord is ever in vain, church. Don't focus on that. The outcome belongs to the Lord. Amen. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. He saw glimpses of spiritual awakening. Then people would slip back. They'd go back to idolatry. And that frustrated him and it discouraged him. Amen. In 21 years, Pastor and I have seen so many come and so many go and miss their call and not come to the realization of their purpose, of their worth, of that they were kingdom. Amen. Some despised their birthright. They sold out. Amen. They didn't want to wait on the Lord. Because sometimes, you know what, it, it takes time, church. My husband and I can just say, man, Lord, 21 years, this, this place should be packed out. We should be two services. We, you know, who, we don't know that. Maybe we can't handle all that yet, right? But I know what I see when I look at you. I see power in this room. I see potential. I see purpose. I see young couples that could go to the nations of the world. Amen. Oh, you know what? Just hit Las Vegas. Amen. Hit the streets of Las Vegas. I see the potential for a radical move of God in this place. I know most of you in here, and none of you are quiet. Amen. Amen. The majority, maybe there's one or two that are a little bit shy, but most of you, amen, you know how to get loud. You know how to get rowdy amen you know how to go after what you want but then we come into the kingdom and we and we say and the lord says don't say did i not make your mouth amen i knew you before you were formed he doesn't make mistakes church and here Jeremiah, in spite of the hardships and the discouraging things he saw, he also saw the love of God reach for his people. He did not lose his vision. He did not give up on being faithful. He saw beyond what he felt and what he encountered, church. Sometimes we suffer from either nearsightedness or farsightedness. Some of us are farsighted, amen? We cannot see what's right in front of us. Sometimes we miss it, church. It's as clear as the nose of your on your face, but it's hard to see in the natural because we don't step back and we don't allow God, amen, to show us what he sees. We focus on our weaknesses instead of our strengths, amen. We speak death instead of life, amen. We self-condemn instead of building ourselves up, hallelujah, amen. We speak uh, those things that 
choke our vision. That's what we speak out. We speak out the things that are passion killers. Amen. We want passion in this house. Amen. Some of you need a fresh touch from the Lord. Amen. And some of us, you know what? We get a little fire and out of nowhere comes this wet blanket. Amen. And it wants to put out your fire. Amen. Get that wet blanket off of you and say, I don't know about you, but I came here to get me some fire. Amen. I need some fire back shot up in my bones. Amen. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. Of battle after battle. Amen. Feeling defeated all the time. Amen. Come on, church. Aren't you tired of that? There's power. There's dominion in this place. Amen. There's anointing on your life. Amen. The Holy Ghost has you this morning. But why do we say and not see? It's easier to say than see sometimes. Some of us are nearsighted, amen, and it's hard to see what's ahead of us. We lose hope, we break trust. We lack faith, we begin to doubt, or we become discouraged and no longer look into the future, church. We no longer speak into the future. What you speak, you set into motion. Be careful. Don't be so quick to speak, church. All of us have said things that we wish we could just shove back in our mouth. Speak the word of God. Speak the promises of God. Speak through the power of God. Speak through the dominion and authority that all of us have. We all have it. But you have to see it. And then you'll speak it. When we stop speaking into the future, when we stop looking towards what's ahead, amen, the past can begin to speak to the present. We, like Jeremiah, can see our inadequacies and resist. We give God reasons and excuses why we can't. And we go against the very word that Philippians 4.13 says, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We try to put limits on a limitless God. We try to bring God down to our size, to our level. Amen. That's never going to happen, church. He's supernatural. Amen. His ways are high above our ways. Come up. Come up. Get up. Amen. Speak up. Show up. Look up. Amen. That's where your help comes from. That's where your calling comes from. That's the God that made you and created you. Amen. Oh, this whole thing about a abortion that's not a baby yes it is if he knew you before you were in his womb in your mama's womb you existed in his eyes church he saw you he sees you now he's always seen you and he's always gonna see you church we know this truth, amen, that I can do all things. We know the word, we, we quote it, it's on your refrigerator, it's on your car, amen. You have the sticker, maybe the t-shirt, amen. But we can stop living by it and become blinded and no longer see. Some of us need some mud 
some spit in some good old mud. Amen. And let the Lord open your eyes afresh. You've lost sight. You've lost sight of the kingdom. You've lost sight of who you are in Christ. You lost sight of why you came into the house of the Lord. Remember that day that you recognized, man, is there more? I remember, I, I, I want to say probably everybody in this room has said that at one point or another. Is this all there is? And God said, I'm glad you asked. Oh, heck no. There's a whole lot more. Deny yourself. Let that girl go. Let that man go. Pick up your cross and follow me. And I'll show you things that your eyes have not seen. I'll tell you things. I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll come up on you and tell you some things that your ears have never heard. Can I do that? Praise the Lord. Jeremiah saw the branch of an almond tree. He saw a portion, not the whole tree church. I believe God portions out his call to us. I know Jeremiah was not shown the whole of what his call would be. Otherwise, he would have been weeping for himself and not Israel. The almond branch that he saw ties into God's word in several ways. I want to show you and hope you get some revelation this morning. Amen. I brought this menorah. Amen. The menorah symbolizes light, growth, and unity. It's also known as the tree of life. And on it are engraved almond buds. They're here. Trust me. Amen. <laughs> uh, there's sages and apples. A menorah is made of one single piece of gold. And it's created by being hammered, shaped, and refined through pressure. Sounds like the church. Sounds like you. Sounds like me. Amen. These past couple of years, we got hammered a little bit amen but god is always doing something god doesn't waste a thing church amen maybe we didn't see it at the moment amen but i trust god that we're seeing it now amen the menorah gives off divine light and it is ignited by pure olive oil the holy ghost that's the fuel of this house, church. We are ignited by the Holy Ghost. Amen. We give light to the world because of the Holy Spirit that's in us. Amen. God chose you. God appointed you. God has called you. Hallelujah. Amen. The buds are signs of things to blossom and the apples are present fruit. It sits upon a three-legged base. It's symbolizing the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit which is the root of all reality. That's why we're rooted in Christ's church. We are built up. Amen. There's seven candlesticks. Amen. Representing the seven spirits of God, the attributes. Amen. The characteristics of the spirit of God. I hope I remember. Amen. It is the spirit of wisdom. It is the spirit of um, power. Amen. Might. Amen. The spirit of knowledge, uh, fear of the Lord, uh, what counsel and the Holy spirit itself. I knew it, huh? 
Amen. So everything you need is in the church, Lord, church. Amen. If you need counsel, if you need wisdom, if you need to know how to fear the Lord, which means you respect the Lord. Amen. Uh, the spirit of might. Amen. You're not a weak people. You're not. Hallelujah. Uh, knowledge. Right. We must know we must study to show ourselves approved of the Lord. Amen. Don't be ignorant. If you're not knowing the Lord. Amen. Then you set yourself up in ignorance and the devil can come to come and lie to you. He can bait you with a little bit of God's word. And there you are. And you and you and you take off. Why do you think? We're working so hard to be rooted, church, because there's a whole lot of false out there. And it's going to try to move you. Amen. It's going to try to pull you out of the house of God. It's going to try to cause you to doubt and not trust God. You need knowledge and you need wisdom and you need understanding. Praise the Lord. As we become rooted, things also are uprooted. And the Lord has to deal with some stuff. He had to see what needed to be surrendered, what needed to be realigned, reconnected church. He wants to declare that we are unstoppable because he empowers us to be unstoppable, right? But for what? I'm going to talk to you about another almond branch real fast, amen, in the book of Numbers. And it's the rod of Aaron. Amen. Men of old had a rod. And a rod represents authority. Amen. Shepherds also carried a rod, but theirs had the little bit, the hook. Amen. To tend the sheep. Amen. To discipline the sheep. And when they went off, they veered off, amen, they'd hook them and bring them back to the fold, amen, the good shepherd does that, amen, you read of Moses, Moses had a rod, amen, Aaron had a rod, and we're talking about the rod of Aaron, amen, and the rod of Aaron represented the Levites, which is priesthood, and I found it so awesome that the Lord called the men this morning, amen, because they are priesthood, now, priesthood is just serving God's house, amen, it's not exclusive to men, but we're talking to the men this morning because they are head of the house. Amen. And so Aaron came and, and uh, Moses was trying to, you know, build up leadership because the, the people of Israel, the children of Israel were murmuring and they were complaining. Amen. They often did. Hallelujah. And so I remember when uh, we read about when Moses went before Pharaoh and he threw down his rod, right? And it became a snake. And so the magicians that worked for Pharaoh, amen, they, they threw down their rods and they turned to snakes also. But the rod of Aaron swallowed up theirs. Amen. And so through the power and the authority that you and I hold in our lives, come on. Come on. I'm not just talking to the men. I'm talking to the house. Amen. You and I have power. And you and I have authority. And you and I have permission. And you and I have anointing church. Amen. And we can throw it down. Amen. And it can swallow up. Amen. All of the enemy's plans. Amen. All of the enemy's lies. Amen. All of the devil's threats to your life. Amen. Take your authority church. Take your place. Amen. Amen. 
and swallow it up. Do you see it? Or do you say, I cannot. I can't stand up to the devil. I can't kick him out of my house. I can't overcome my struggle. What's that in your hand? Do you see it? God called to the 12 leaders, amen, to bring their rods and to lay them there at the altar. And they did. And overnight, they had to write their names on, okay, this one's Brother Victor's, Brother Raymond's rod, amen, Brother Edgar's rod, Brother Mario, all the men, these 12 leaders, brought their rods, and they laid them at the altar. And the next morning, they came in, amen, and Aaron's rod had flourished. It budded, it blossomed, and not only did it grow flowers, amen, not only did it blossom, almonds were released. So not only did it open up and blossom, it brought fruit. Men of God, God appointed you. He appointed you, amen, to be priest. God wants you to open up. He wants you to flourish. He wants you to produce. Do not remain closed up. You have been chosen to be a royal priesthood, to move in God's supernatural power. Let what God has put in you swallow up the enemy's threats and lies. Amen. Let, uh, amen. When you as the priest of your home obey the Lord, you bring increase to the house, to your house and to this house. But when you don't, amen, you cause there to be bitter fruit in your house, church, uh, men of God. Do you see how important it is for you to see? If you obey, if you open up to God's will, to God's call on your life, to God's purpose for you, amen, as headship in your house, you cause your house to increase. I am so blessed that she called you men up here. That was confirmation because I was just going to address the church. But God is putting this on the men for now. Amen. To come back to that place. Take your place. You hold back so much. The years that my husband was gone, the locusts ate. They took. They devoured. Oh, they took a lot, church. But then the Lord said to me and to my husband, I will restore to you the years that the locusts ate. Why? 
because my husband came back to his rightful place. Amen. He became the covering. He became the headship of our house that was missing. And man, a, the floodgates open, church, on every level because our house was not in order. The cross was Jesus's branch, which budded and produced church. You and I are that fruit. God watches over his word to perform it. Amen. The word still becomes flesh and walks upon the earth through you and I. What has he spoken to you? What is he asking you to speak on his behalf? A prophet is God's mouth. Church, when we speak... When we announce, when we declare and proclaim, he resurrects that which is dead. He deals with that which is sick. Amen. He liberates that which is captive. Amen. He performs signs, wonders, and miracles. Jeremiah 33 3 says this, call unto me. And I will answer thee, and I will show thee great, great and mighty things which thou knowest not. God is asking, amen, Jeremiah, what do you see? God wants to show us great and mighty things. God wants to bring increase into the house. He wants to bear fruit, church, out of our lives. The Lord says to come alive. To come alive, church. Don't say I'm too young. Don't say I'm too old. Don't say I'm tired. Don't say, oh, I'm shy. Oh, don't say maybe you mean that person. Amen. What do you see this morning? Your problems? Your weaknesses? your reasons. God sees that too. So why do both of you need to be watching that? Let him watch those things. You just worry and just focus on that. He sees you. He sees your problems. He sees your needs. He's just saying, can you look at me the way I look at you? Oh, if you could see how he sees you. Hallelujah. I had to go next door. <laughs> Sinner. I went and got matches next door. God uses the foolish things. Amen. I'm going to start a fire. And it, and it ain't the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We are the light of the world, church. We are the salt of the earth. Amen. We are a city on a hill. We are not to be hidden. We are to be seen. We are to illuminate the darkness. Amen. We are built upon the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus Christ is the center. He's the centerpiece. 
Amen. And sometimes we feel hammered. Sometimes we feel like God is just pressing on us. Amen. But look, when he's done, amen, isn't it beautiful? Amen. Isn't it a beautiful sight? Amen. The last thing that I want, that pastor wants, amen, that you should want, because this is not me and pastor's church. <laughs> there was nobody here. It was just chairs, my kids, and me and my husband trading hats. It's when you walked in that it became the church. It wasn't the church when we got here. Amen. The last thing that I want, that he wants, that we should want, is for the Lord to remove our candlestick church. Because we don't see. Because we can't see what the Lord is wanting to do. Because we don't see the city. Because we don't see our power and our authority church. What do you see? Thank you, Father, this morning that you came to renew vision. Amen. We sang amazing grace this morning. Oh, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was blind and I once was lost, but now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah. Oh, Father. Open the eyes of our heart. We need to see you. We need to see the Lord. Amen. Our natural eyes, God, we are going to see a lot of things. And they're not going to be easy to look at, Father God. But are the eyes of our heart, they better see you, God. They better see what we have in our hand this morning, Lord God. We better pick up our rod this morning, church. We better know that we are people of power and authority. Amen. That when we stand before Red Seas, they open up this morning. Amen. That when we stand before that possible thing that says we don't trust in horses we don't trust in chariots but we trust in the hand of the lord amen because he's the powerful one he's the mighty one he's the one that goes before us amen if the same spirit that raised christ from the dead dwells in you Amen. Then you can call those things that are dead back to life. Amen. Then you can speak to those things that are crooked and the Lord can make them straight this morning. Amen. If there's sickness in your house, amen, I come in the name of the Lord and I take him at his word this morning. Amen. Speak the word of the Lord. Declare the word of the Lord. Prophesy church. He's looking for prophets. He's looking for a mouthpiece this morning. Why are you quiet? Why do you believe the enemy quicker than you believe God? Why do you repeat what the devil says instead of what God says? We give more power to fear. We give more power to feelings. Amen. We give more power to our past. Isn't that under the blood? Why are you at the grave? Digging up the old man and the old woman. Let them be. They're dead. Don't revisit, oh, back in the day. Back in the day what? 
that girl, that man, they're dead. Why are you looking at corpses? What do we want, a zombie apocalypse, amen? No, we want warriors, amen. I don't want dead things. I want. I don't want old revivals, amen. I want a new revival, amen. I want a fresh move of God in this place, amen. And we're going to declare, and we're going to decree, and we're going to prophesy, and we're going to press in, amen. And we're going to pray in the Holy Ghost, amen. And you know what, devil, you can't come in, amen, because that's between us and God, and you have no place, and you you don't have permission. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Ooh, Father. Can these dry bones live? Oh, God, you know. Prophesy. Prophesy to that dead thing, to that dry thing. Prophesy. Oh, Jesus. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord. Renew vision to this house. Let there be dreams. Let there be visions. Let there be stirring. Let there be infusion of the Holy Ghost, Father. That it's so powerful within us, God, that we can't shut up. <laughs> that we can no longer stay quiet because it's burning in our bones and we got to tell it, church. Ooh, you'll be at the supermarket and let me tell you, do you know that Jesus died for you? Get it. The world is bold. They ain't quiet. Why are we quiet? I told, I was trying to open the vertical blinds last week and I couldn't do it, right? And pastor's like, hey, hey, what are you doing? You know, because he's a man of order. And this is why I wanted to open them, amen? Because they don't hide their sin. Why should we close off? Let them see what God is doing in this house, amen? How many times don't we walk out and we see chonies, amen? We see leather and whips. Hallelujah. Well, let them see what the Holy Ghost is doing in this place. Amen. Let them see. You want to see? We want to see. Amen. We want to see you come out of that bar and come into the house of God. And man, when you drink of the Messiah, you'll never thirst again. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, seal it, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the word of the Lord this morning that came forth, Lord God. We give our rods over to you, Father God, that we might flourish, God, in your house, in the courts of the Lord, that there would be fruit, God, but not just fruit, God, fruit that lasts, Lord God. We declare and we decree increase to this house on every level, God. Our relationships, God, they're going to increase in goodness, God. They're going to increase in love, Lord God. God. They're going to increase, Father God, as pass of parents, Lord God, husbands and wives, Lord God. I speak over the single mother, God, the single father, God. I speak over the widowers of this church, the widows of the house, Lord God, that you will always have supply for them, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you meet the needs in this house, Lord. We're not beggars. We don't have to beg for bread. The bread of the Lord, the daily bread of God is in this house. 
And Lord, I thank you, Father, that you're fanning the flame. Hallelujah. Revival is coming. Revival is coming. And we want to be where we need to be, Father. Give us oil in our lamps. Keep us burning, Father. Keep us burning, Father, for the days are getting dimmer and darker. Father, keep us burning, Father God, that we can illuminate those that are out there. God, they cannot see. But if, God, we cannot see and they cannot see, then it is the blind leading the blind, oh God. Hallelujah, Father, thank you. Bless the Lord. Watch over your word. Watch over the word that was preached this morning so that it would come to pass. I trust and I know that you will. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.